Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so wonderful to walk with you today. In this episode, do you get overwhelmed by the amount of uncertainty in the world today, whether politically or with the economy, the pandemic, maybe within your organization or in your family? Do you wish you had more insight and tools to better deal with these uncertain times we are living in? In today's episode, the beginning of our Managing Uncertainty series we take a deeper look at uncertainty, which is the first and most important step to managing it effectively. Let's walk. walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, moving as we are able, feeling our feet on the ground, feeling our belly rise and fall. And just arriving in this moment. Standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. If you're new to the podcast, we walk. We integrate movement and mindfulness and mental training exercises. We do this to start the day. Why? Because we want to build those skills necessary to be our best in our most difficult moments, what we call last 8% moments. And so we start by moving. We take charge. To be a last eight percenter means we take charge of our life, our situations, our emotions. So no, we don't pick up our phone and look at our feed. We get out and we move for 15 to 20 minutes. And it is so great to walk with you today. So just feeling your feet on the ground, feel your heels, feel the balls of your feet, feel your ankles and your calves. Just be really present with whatever sensations you experience how it feels while you're walking. It's actually really interesting to just be curious about how the body feels when it is walking. And if you're new to mindfulness, some people mistakenly think it's about calming our minds. It's not. That might be an outcome, but that's not the point. The point is we are building our ability to be with ever more difficult sensations, situations, uncertainty, everything. 
And if we can see with clarity how things come and go, how physical sensations come and go, if we're just in our body more, all of a sudden we grow a wisdom. And that's what the practice is all about. Can we be non-reactive, non-judgmental when things aren't as comfortable as we would like them to be? And this can help us in so many parts of our life. So just feel yourself. Feel the head and neck area. Feel your hands and arms as they swing. Just being present with what is. We're cultivating courage. We're building confidence. This is the how of leadership. And you don't need to be a formal leader to develop this. But when we can take charge of ourselves, our emotions, our reactions, all of a sudden that gives us power. So, just feeling your feet on the ground and moving to our idea of the day. It's just true that you, me, we want to be successful. We want to adapt to the challenges we're facing. We want to work effectively with others. We want to lead others. We want to have great relationships and a career we are proud of. But we struggle. We may have heard that our company is going to have another set of layoffs. And maybe we sidestep the first set, but unsure if we can sidestep the next. Or maybe we have come to understand that our department is going to be changing priorities and plans. And everything is going to change again. Maybe we've been separated from our partner and our family has changed. Maybe our child is unable to go to school now because of COVID and their anxiety and, of course, ours is through the roof. While our brain and our consciousness serve us in so many wonderful ways, it is also a challenge for us because with this brain, with this consciousness comes a penchant for worrying about the future. And so while animals, you know, for animals, unpredictability and uncertainty can lead them to a heightened sense of vigilance. We've all seen that, right? When they feel there's an uncertainty or a danger. We humans are the masters of it. We feel this heightened vigilance on a completely different level. Nobody's better at it than us. And uncertainty is a big part of this for us because uncertainty is not knowing what is going to happen in the future. Let me say that again. Uncertainty is not knowing what is going to happen in the future. And this not knowing can lead us to feel a significant amount of anxiety. 
So what's at stake? What's at stake if we're not able to manage this anxiety, this uncertainty? Well, there are direct consequences. We have trouble thinking clearly. We have trouble being decisive. We have trouble connecting with others. We underperform at work. We don't lead as effectively as we would like. We avoid more of the difficult, the last 8% situations we face. And all of this decreases our impact that we want to have in the world. That's what's at stake. The good news, of course, and just stand tall, look around, feel grateful, feel your body for a moment. The good news is that we can manage uncertainty more effectively, but it requires a plan. And that plan starts with self-awareness, a big part of today. Self-awareness, but also kind of an awareness about uncertainty itself. So let's try to understand uncertainty in a deeper way in this episode. And of course, uncertainty is, as I mentioned, not knowing what's going to happen in the future. And in a sense, it's like being stuck in a state of in-between. Charles Eisenstein describes it this way, that we are currently in the middle of two stories, the old story and the new story. And because we are not in the new story yet, it is a very scary place for us to be. And so part of the reason is that we rely on stories to ground ourselves. Right? Stories is one of the ways that is the how we make meaning in our lives. And so when we are in the space between stories, we are supremely uncomfortable. And this could be in our organizations who are needing to adapt to this kind of crazy economy and pandemic could be in our families. And our job might be changing in a way that is unrecognizable to us. We may have lost our job. And what we know is that the old story is not coming back. And the new one hasn't arrived yet either. So we are living without a story and it feels scary. It feels, or it makes us feel vulnerable. But here's the thing. Part of this plan is seen with clarity. And there's an important insight that I think many people miss that gets us stuck. And this is it. We believe that there actually is such a thing as certainty to be found somewhere. You could call this the first trap of life that somewhere there is this firm ground to be found. And I hate to say it, but there isn't. In each stage of our life, when you look back from you know when we were young, middle school, high school, college age, to our first jobs, we see our relationships, our family structure, or job, or our bodies, our health, our society, and we hold on to a belief that all of these things are constant and unchanging. And in some ways, they kind of seem constant and unchanging on one level. But there's just nothing further from the truth. Because if you look just a little deeper and just look back to your life, 
all of it has changed. What stayed constant? You know, nothing, really. We are different. Our bodies are different. Our health is different. Our relationships are different. Our work is different. Our families are different. There's simply no certainty that things will stay the same. And in fact, if we look again deeper, it is just the opposite. It has all changed. Yet we continue to get disappointed when the inevitable happens and things change and our story changes. And yet we are holding on when there is really nothing to hold on to. And let me tell you, I understand if this makes you feel vulnerable. It makes me feel vulnerable on a certain level. Feel your body. What does it feel like in your body to feel vulnerable? Just check in for a moment. Where do you feel it? Maybe in your belly, maybe around your heart, around your throat. The point is that we spend so much of our time, and this is part of the insight I want to get across in today's episode, we spend so much of our time and energy trying to create kind of zones of safety and solid ground to stand on. And yet if we look carefully, these places are continually changing. It's just the truth of life. And much of our suffering comes from holding on to something that we think we can hold on to, but that we really cannot. I've experienced this many times. I know you have. I've experienced this with changes in some of my most important relationships or in our business where I thought erroneously, you know, that things are great and they would always stay that way. And so I was left suffering because I was trying to hold on to something that inevitably would change and did change. And all of this brings this level of uncertainty that we started with. And it's hard. And so I really want to norm it for you that if you're experiencing challenge with this uncertainty, then you're human and it's nothing to feel like you're doing something wrong about. You're not flawed. Pema Chodron said, looking deeper, we could say that the real cause of suffering is not being able to tolerate uncertainty and thinking that it's perfectly sane, perfectly normal to deny the fundamental groundlessness of being human. So this episode actually might make you feel more vulnerable, not less. But that's okay, because you're a last eight percenter. You take responsibility. You can do difficult things. You will look at your life with clarity and build wisdom. Because when we see clearly, we change our relationship to change and uncertainty. Pema Chodron again, I love this quote. She said, sticking with that uncertainty, getting the knack of relaxing in the midst of chaos, learning not to panic. This is the spiritual path. So this is a difficult one. Again, tune into your body, feel your feet on the ground. This is not easy. And if you're feeling some vulnerability or anything, just befriend it, welcome it. 
because we know that this too will change. Whatever it is that you're experiencing now will change. This is part of the fundamental groundlessness of being human that Pema and many other wise people speak about. So, moving to our three by three, feeling three breaths into our body. Feel it as you breathe right down to your toes. Breathing in like this is like coming home to our refuge in the storm. So three breaths. Now three gratitudes. What can you feel grateful for today? I would like to call out all of the front line in healthcare who are doing such a great job that I feel such gratefulness for. And now let's move to three goals. What do you want to get done today? Fantastic. So congratulating yourself on walking. I hope you were walking today or moving as you're able on continuing on this path of using our most difficult moments as opportunities to transform, creating the kind of life and career and relationships that we desire, having the kind of impact we want to have on the world. Every time we practice that's what we're doing. We're building a momentum. And we build power. Not the negative way we think about power, but in a sense that we're able to influence others with this positive infection of emotion and decisiveness and care and compassion. This is what it means. This is the how of leadership. So as we're finishing, taking this energy into the day, I want to one more time say uh, Pema Chodron's quote that I used just towards the end of the podcast episode because it's such a powerful one and it's a great way to end our episode today. She said, sticking with that uncertainty getting the knack of relaxing in the midst of chaos, learning not to panic. This is the spiritual path. Have a wonderful day.